Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Braden, uh, go ahead and uh, just give a quick introduction of who you are and, you know, where we can find your work and just look at we can go ahead and, and get into it. Yeah, so um, born and raised in the Kansas City area. I um, I have a Kansas Kansas Athletics podcast, a part of Kansas City Sports Network. So I cover KU sports a lot. Um, I'm a diehard Chiefs fan, Kansas City sports fan. So I'm super excited about Sunday morning against you guys it's I feel like it's been a while since we played the Dolphins I think early on in Mahomes' career in Miami it was a pretty tight game so I'm excited it's a fascinating matchup to me so I'm pumped and I I really appreciate you guys having me on here appreciate you giving us your time man and uh we we also are looking forward to this matchup um a lot of people are of the mindset that it's the game of the year I think it's a bit of a debate now with the with the Bengals resurgence now with the Bills. I think that's a big game as well. So I can see to that objectively that that those I think those are two big games, but I think this game has a lot more implications on the top of the AFC right now, being that we're the one and two seed and number one and two offenses. So uh, what what are your how do you, how are you feeling? What's your confidence level on a scale of one to ten going into Sunday's matchup? Uh, I'd probably say – I'd say a seven or so. I mean, I just I, – I always feel confident with Mahomes under center and Andy Reid, and they seem to they seem to bounce back after tough weeks. And I think I read a, read a stat earlier that Mahomes is 19-6-1 all time when, when the spread is less than three points. So he finds a way to wow. win – finds a way to win tight games. And I think the offense is obviously waiting on – a receiver to emerge obviously you guys talked about Kelsey a little bit ago how it's tough to stop him but you guys said it they the receiving corpse has been 
Um, super inconsistent. Rasheed Rice has been really solid, but he's had struggles with drops. And MVS, um, he's been in the league for six years. I think he's making 10 or 11 million, so they expected more out of him. And he had a huge AFC championship game last year at home to help the Chiefs get to the Super Bowl again. And he just hasn't hasn't been very good this year. I think they, they counted on him to have kind of a bigger year to step up. I think everyone knew that the Chiefs didn't really have a legit wide receiver one, but they expected MVS uh, to take that next step. And you kind of saw on Sunday where Mahomes was getting on his ass a little bit for not coming back to catch the ball. So waiting on one of the receivers to emerge, Sky Moore has been pretty disappointing. So I just hoping one of those receivers can take that next step. But I know Jalen Ramsey will probably be back, Xavier Howard and the Dolphins pass rush is good. They're just, the Dolphins are good all around. They have a really good head coach. So I think it's a fascinating matchup from multiple uh, viewpoints, I guess. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. Like, uh, to be real, like, I, I'm actually impressed with what you guys were able to um, acquire in the draft, as far as like in the seventh round with some of these corners and things that you guys have hit on. Like, it's actually. It's actually pretty impressive what you guys have been able to do with, with the young talent and as far as replacing, you know, Tyreek Hill with, with some of these guys. You guys wanted to kind of spread things out and you were able to do some of that. But it does seem like you guys have been unable to find a, a reliable pass catcher outside of Travis Kelsey. So especially with Xavier Howard and, and Jalen Ramsey going to be on the field together and Javon Holland returning, like, I'm curious to see – how well you guys will actually be able to move the ball um, from outside of with Travis Kelsey. Cause I feel like you're probably going to try to lean on Pacheco too. Cause I, like, I think I saw something where traditionally after those kind of losses that they had the tendency to run the ball a lot more in these type of games. Is that correct? Brayden, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think, I think they need to get pop um, Pacheco involved a little more especially defenses uh, trying to pretty much dare Mahomes to beat him over the top and making him dump it down. And so, yeah, I think Pacheco needs to be involved a little more, but you can just, I don't know how much you guys have really watched the chiefs this year, but you can just kind of tell that Mahomes doesn't have a ton of trust in any other receivers, obviously Kelsey, but from a wide receiver standpoint, it's really maybe a little Justin Watson and then Rasheed Rice's target shares went up a lot more. So Rasheed's been as solid as can be. I mean, he's a true rookie, and it's tough for rookies to pick up Andy's system and his playbooks. Is, his playbook is really diverse. So, yeah, it's. I think they'll they'll definitely go to the ground more. I don't. I think Miami's been a little um, suspect stopping the run. So I think maybe it could be a big Pacheco game. And I know Jarek McKinnon hasn't played a ton this year, but he practiced today, so maybe he'll play a little more. And he's good. Um, from a pass blocking standpoint, Miami obviously has a good pass rush with Wilkins and Chubb. So I think you might see a little more McKinnon this week and hopefully Pacheco has a pretty big workload too. Wally, you have a question for Braden? Yeah, but, uh, everybody, thank you for your time. Um, the struggles I've seen Patty Mahomes, not struggles because it is what it is. The NFL, so any given Sunday, you could score 70. Well, not anybody can score 70 like us, but you get the drift. Uh, I see you guys struggle against the pretty much the big banjo disciples of, of like defensive uh, systems, the Jets last week against the Broncos and your, your lower scoring game. So 
we we have Vic Vangel. Vic Vangel has fair work well against you guys. Uh, even though you, you guys do end up with the win, but it's not always the offensive like outputs and stuff like that. I was reading some crazy stats about how he's done well against you guys in the red zone, a short, intermediate like area as well. So how how do you feel about this being one of the Vic Vangel's better best defenses on paper? And how do you go against that with your, with your guys? Yeah, I was going to say Denver. Denver's defense made it pretty tough on the Chiefs, honestly, in both matchups this year, um, especially in the red zone. They, even at home, this Thursday night game against Denver, they got in the red zone plenty of times, but the play calling was really weird. They were running trick plays um, with Kadarius Toney, where he was taking snaps out of shotgun, and then they did it again in Denver this week, where they had they had it in the red zone. They had it in Denver territory like seven times. And they scored nine points. So, yeah, the play calling has been really weird in opposing teams' territory and especially inside the red zone. But, yeah, they, the Jets game, the Chiefs obviously got off to a good start and then their defense made it tough. Mahomes threw a couple picks and then made a couple bad decisions on Sunday against Denver too. So the defense or the offense definitely looks a little different this year. Um, it's not as ex- as explosive, but I still – I feel like we've kind of gotten spoiled, at least Chiefs fans, maybe fans around the league with watching Mahomes. They kind of expect perfection in him to be elite every week. And I still think he's been he's obviously been really good, but I think we just expect a ton out of him. But yeah, Denver Denver's defense made it tough both games and they absolutely deserve to win that game on Sunday. All right. I appreciate you definitely uh, for giving us your time again, Braden. Um, it's been a great conversation. Let me just get in a, a couple more questions, D1, before I go ahead and uh, open it up to the panel. Um, so, in your opinion, the Chiefs win this game if the Dolphins win this game if what, in your opinion? That's a tough one. Um, I It's just – it's really tough to slow down Miami's – Miami's offense. Obviously, you got Tyreek and Waddle and Tua has been great. The offensive line has been protecting him. So, I think I think that matchup between McDuffie and Snead against um, those two receivers, I think, is really intriguing to me. And I think – those are some names that a lot of people don't know around the league, but you guys will see Trent McDuffie on Sunday, and I, I truly think he's a star, be one of the best corners in the league. So if they can limit, obviously, the splash plays, I think that's really tough to do. Um, so I think I think um, Tyreek and Waddle are going to get there as always, but I, th- I think slowing down the run game for the Chiefs will be huge because you guys, you guys have been running the ball effectively. Obviously, Mostert, Jeff Wilson's back, but – um, Nick Bolton's out for the Chiefs. Willie Gay practiced today. I'm not sure if he'll play or not, but I think, like I said, Tua and them are going to put up numbers. But if they can slow down the run game and hopefully get after the quarterback, I think that would be huge. But for the Dolphins, um, I think – trying to think there what what they would need to do really to slow down the Chiefs. I mean – Yeah, what do we guess, do? What do we I need guess, to do? I think the Chiefs are going to try to implement the run a lot. Um, especially with those corners being back and kind of Mahomes not having a ton of trust in the receiver group right now. So I think Pop I think Pop will be in, involved a lot on Sunday. So I think if they slow down the run and I think they'll try to make Mahomes beat them over the top and Mahomes will just have to not be stubborn and dump it down and get the run game going a little more. But I'm super I'm super impressed with your guys' team, man. Like the the defense has been solid. Um, but I think they're obviously going to get a lot better going forward with a guy like Jalen Ramsey. Your guys' D-line is really good. And then not only is just the run game and the um, through the air 
elite, but you guys are really good in the red zone too. So I think the Chiefs being able to maybe hold the Dolphins to field goals in the red zone would be big time because you guys have been so good in the red zone this year, just along with the good offense and McDaniel being a really good play caller. So it's a really fascinating matchup to me. So I, I really can't wait to watch this game. And I think it'll tell us a lot about both teams because I obviously know how good you guys are. Um, I've been hyping you guys up, but a lot of people's thing with the Dolphins is that they haven't beat anyone really good this year. So I don't know if that's really a worry for you guys because you got to play who you got to play. But that's probably the only thing with the Dolphins right now that I can think of. Yeah, I mean, you got to be who's in front of you. And if we if we were losing to bad teams and everyone would be looking at us as a fraud either way, right? So it's just you got to win. You got to win. You got to win. You got to win as many games as possible. And I guess you let the narratives uh, change to what, whatever they are come playoff time and you deal with it then. But I, I'd be happy to be a part of the dance and to be on the outside looking in and making all the judgments. So as long as we do what we're supposed to do, man, like all that stuff. I mean, I, I was telling the guys yesterday, it's like there's always going to be narratives regardless. Even with you guys, narratives, new narratives now. Like, oh, I guess they won last year without these guys, but can they do it again? And have have the um, I've seen something with Whitlock and Bruce Arr were talking about Mahomes plateaued and <laughs> different narratives coming out with you guys now. You know, show some struggles on offense, and it's like the worst year in the Mahomes era as far as like a points per game standpoint. And there's all these things coming out. So no matter what you are or who you are and what you do, there's always going to be people saying something about you. So it is what it is. Yeah, and like you like you said earlier, it's a massive game for a seeding standpoint in the AFC. I think the difference between playing the Dolphins in Miami or Miami coming to Kansas City is obviously massive. You got you got two in Miami just sitting back in the pocket, airing it out in good weather, or coming to Kansas City in like ten degree weather where it's cold as shit. Um, the ball's probably not tra- traveling as well. It'll be tough for Tua to kind of air it out and maybe not be able to run the ball as effectively. So I think if I think if Miami gets the one seed and they're in Miami in the playoffs, I think they would have an outstanding chance to go to the Super Bowl. Honestly. Yeah, man. I was gonna ask Mark. Right? Listen, uh, I'm aware of your of your DBs, Duffy, uh, a black doctor today because I was gonna rush out here out of work in the dead zone. I asked, like, I, asked like, I asked my Justin Reed and your safeties. And I, I, I think every time you guys get in trouble is when you guys have to come down and stop the run. So how do you guys feel about stopping our run? Our rushing hasn't been hitting on all season prior to the game. And it'll be, if, if we have to have a rushing game against you guys. Yeah, that's what that was definitely one of my worries because if if you guys are able to get the run game going, that's going to open up the pass obviously a lot more and deep bombs to Tyreek and um, Waddle. So yeah, it's it's definitely a worry because Nick Bolton he's been a tackling machine for the Chiefs in his career and he won't play. He'll be out for a little bit and then Willie Gay didn't practice yesterday, but he he was out there a little bit today. So they'll need him. Um, the play Sunday, especially getting sideline to sideline, making tackles on most or um, stuff like that. So, yeah, that's why I think that's one of the biggest keys, because I think the pass game's going to be there no matter what for Miami. They're going to be able to hit um, the Tyreek and Waddle. So if they can slow down the run game and make them one dimensional, I think it's huge. But I think it's going to be a tough task. I mean, you guys have you guys have, I think, what the best rushing attack in the league right now. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Uh, I mean, yeah, man. I mean, it is what it is. Um, 
we without without a chan uh, we we did um we had the ability to bring back jeff wilson off of ir so with him and moser and um ahmed we've we've been we've been still productive but um not as productive as with devon at chan he should be back um next week a chan so um well after the bye to the raiders so we got to buy next week but after the week so he'll be he'll be back shortly and once he is the run game will be uh back to where it is but i mean we're still we're still able to to do some things i, I think the the key in the for us in the run game is having connor williams available he's gonna be a big key and having him back will be a big part of that um but Braden, again appreciate you for thank you for coming through um i heard a lot about your uh the deep the uh What's his name? Uh, the Tranquil as more of a mm-hmm. coverage linebacker. And now that Willie is kind of practicing, that that's a good sign for you guys because he you said he he's kind of like a little bit of both. I like Will, uh, Willie. I think he he's a good uh, run stuffer, uh, very aggressive guy. Um, do what do you do you are you good in cover or do you feel confident that those guys can cover guys like? Um, Mostert, who's a good pass catcher and is very good uh, in space. Um, and also, you know, a, a really shifty guy like Ahmed, who's underrated as a pass catcher as well. Yeah, and that's that's another element the Dolphins can throw at you is the screen game and Mostert. He's always been really good as a receiving back, even in San Francisco. So, yeah, that'll be that'll be another challenge. I think Willie Gay will do, do a solid job. Um, kind of holding him trying to hold him in check I mean that's not easy to do but yeah I think that would be that would be the guy Tranquil's been pretty solid for the Chiefs so far they kind of stole him from the Chargers so yeah I um, I also I wanted to say like Chiefs fans are nuts dude I I live in Kansas City I've lived here my whole life like they're the most passionate fans in the world it's so funny like if you guys ever make it to Arrowhead you'll see like everyone's blacked out, hammered drunk, and it's just nuts in there. So Chiefs fans are super passionate. I don't see why there would be any beef between Dolphins fans and Chiefs fans. Like, I, we haven't played each other. Trying, I'm going to tell you I was any... there for you guys play the Titans, I think, last season or oh, two seasons ago. I was there in Tennessee. You guys are – you're being nice. Y'all crazy as shit, man. Hey, <laughs> y'all wild out over there, man. Y'all, y'all had no fans. I, I was like, okay. No, this it's crazy, bro. Like and like I said, there shouldn't be any beef. I don't think we beat you guys in any big game, and you guys haven't beat us in any big game. So I I really have no beef, and this will show who's kind of the cream of the crop of the AFC. I don't I know it's a regular season game, um, so it doesn't mean a shit ton, but obviously it's going to mean a ton towards seeding at the end of the year. And obviously you want home field advantage, especially if you're the Chiefs and how crazy Arrowhead is. Uh, I, I wanted to ask you about uh, uh, your offensive line. I'm a big offensive line guy. One in Jawan Taylor. I uh, thought he was a mm-hmm. great pass protector. Um, kind of thought that with you know with our with our system and our and our and who we have, you know, we we're predominantly a pass pass uh, t- passing team. Um, not really a good run blocker. Seems like you guys been effective with him. What are some of the things in your mind that they do to help him improve in his run blocking? Yeah, he um, he, he kind of had a bad rap early in the year, uh, obviously with the penalties and the NFL was kind of picking on him a little bit. 
but he's he's been really good. I think that's really the only negative thing you can say about him, and they spent a lot of money on him this offseason. But, yeah, just Andy Reid is just so good at developing, um, especially offensive linemen. And so, yeah, I think any lineman that comes to Kansas City is probably going to improve. I think the middle of our offensive line is super solid. you got Creed Humphrey, Trey Smith, um, Joe Tooney, who you never hear Joe Tooney's name, which is really good for an offensive lineman. You don't want to hear your name much, um, but he's been as good as can be. And I, I think Jawan Taylor kind of got a bad rep at the beginning of the year, like I said, but he's been super solid. And some of the sacks on Sunday were really on Mahomes, And I felt like that was a lot of not trusting the receivers trying to run around like a psycho in the uh, pocket. I think one of the sacks pretty much came from Jawan running into Jawan Taylor. So he Mahomes kind of struggled on Sunday, especially late in the game. And I think the flu was a really big issue for him, at least from what I've heard. But our O-line's been solid. And I, like I said, I think some of the sacks on Sunday against Denver definitely came from maybe Mahomes trying to improvise a little too much, which you can live with because he's done so much in his career. But yeah, the O-line's been super solid. And Wally, can I ask one more question? So, so in, with that being said, in your mind, um, if you were uh, uh, were to give us an opinion on how to stop, how to approach the offensive line as far as our defense and what we can do to kind of like get like pressure uh, and sack Mahomes, what what would be your advice to the to the Dolphins in your mind? Hmm. Yeah, that's a tough one. I know. I think they're gonna get. They're going to get pressure regardless because obviously Christian Wilkins and Bradley Chubb and all those guys, Van Ginkle or whatever, but I don't know. I mean, the tackles, I guess, would be a little more suspect than the interior offensive line. So maybe switching those guys um, to the right tackle and left tackle, kind of throwing different looks at them. But I think the interior will always, always be solid and keep Mahomes upright and keep him off the ground, obviously. But, yeah, I think you can get after the tackles a little bit. So I think Bradley Chubb will obviously be an issue. And I think Christian Wilkins will be an issue for any interior offensive line. And Mahomes is underrated as a scrambler too, man. Like, he's actually one of the better scramblers in the NFL. Listen, nothing that he's underrated. That man breathes. He's, he get, he's the best at it. Cut it out. <laughs> Like, I, mean, I mean, if you ask people who the best quarterback is in the NFL, they'll probably say Lamar Jackson. Oh, yeah, but, and, then you, and then you'll be like, oh, but Patty Mahomes, he's not, a, he's not this, he's not that. He does whatever he wants right, to do. Right, right, right. So let me get back to the question I had at hand uh, before I get ran over in the streets. Uh, listen, man, like before, like before <laughs> you guys, before Patty Mahomes, he had this, like he's always had an arsenal running of, of, of wide receivers. Like even even before Tyreek even before Tyreek left, like you guys had Miko Harmon, you had uh, Robinson, you had these names that weren't household names, but they were productive and they were reliable. Right now he's going through this phase of like I feel like I'm not saying you guys are the Patriots when they lost, they won the Super Bowl in the second year they it got dismantled and stuff like that. I'm not saying your reign is over, but it looks like it looks like you're gonna have to revamp that that whole that whole wide receiver room to get somebody he's trusting. Ergo, more sacks, more turnovers, more backyard football. So, defensive coordinators they they pronounce on that. So, as as me as a like a single minded single minded super a football head, I'll be like, all right, let's just cover Tyreek and make him trust his receivers. Our defense is predicated on making tight tight 
throws and trusting your receivers. So how does that bode going against us this week? Yeah, and it's definitely been an issue, and I feel like Brett Veach obviously hasn't spent a ton of capital on that position in the draft and in free agency. They signed Sammy Watkins a couple of years ago, and then they spent like a second rounder on McColl, who's not very good, by the way, uh, and then Rasheed Rice in the second round this year, and he's been he's been awesome. There's been a couple drop issues, and that was kind of the thing at SMU, but he was, I think he was third in the country in receptions his senior year at SMU, so he's really talented um but yeah like you said they they don't have a ton of options i don't think mahomes really has any trust in almost any of them i think rasheed rice maybe is it maybe a little justin watson but it's it's definitely been an issue but kind of look at it from standpoint of last year where they win the super bowl with juju as their one and it's no knock on juju he obviously was established in the league and found found ways to get open um especially in zone coverage and stuff like that so I don't think the fall off from Juju to Rasheed Rice, and you guys can argue that if you want, or Chiefs fans can, but I don't think it's a crazy drop off. I think you see Juju in New England this year. I know Mac Jones is awful. You guys see that multiple times a year. Um, lucky you guys, but I, I just, I don't think the drop off is crazy. I think Rasheed Rice is almost as good, if not better, than Juju, and he's younger. Um, I just, he's got to clean up the drops for sure. He's had big ones. There was a massive one in Denver Sunday, but I, there's someone needs to step up. I think it's MVS. He's never been a true wide receiver one or had like a massive year in the NFL, but he's making 11 million a year. He has 12 catches um, in whatever, eight games. So they expected more out of him. He's not, he's not producing. So I just, I don't think there's a crazy drop off between Rasheed Rice and Juju and they won it last year with Juju as their wide receiver one. Sky Moore and Kadarius Tony made plays in the Super Bowl. They've been disappointing, but just you got to hopefully they step up because there's nothing you can do going forward. Trade deadline's over, and this is who they got to rock with the rest of the year. Hey, I'm going to say it for you. I'm going to say it for you. You're, you're looking, you, the Chiefs are looking very Packer ish. And you, you catch my trip. They're looking very accurate because the – hold on, hold on, brother. The, the Packers sold me the same cheese and people ate it. Oh, we're going to have a great defense behind Aaron Rodgers and da 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 But look, you do have the mulligan, which is Travis Kelsey, and you had Tyreek Hill, so you can give me that. But right now, you're looking very Packerish because not a say. Listen, you got to you in a trade deadline. You didn't come over here and holler at us about Cedric Wilson. You didn't do anything. You just, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I know Pat is great. I respect it. But listen, bro, just the same way you guys have won Super Bowls, you guys have lost it. And I think the guys, the times you've lost it, you have better teams. Even though that the one you lost in the offensive line was a shit show. And you had him do a, you had, you're having him do the same shit you're doing now. Put it all in his back. That's what he got hurt yeah. too. So it's kind of weird to see. Even even I'm out of hate. I don't hate the cheese. Your fans are fucking terrible. But <laughs> with a, without a homer hat, I keep I see what they're doing it and, and and they're not slick. They're not slick. They're not. You know what? You know what's crazy, bro? Like going into the game, the last time we played, we were the one with the with the shitty wide receiver core and Lynn Bowden and. And and uh, Jakeem Grant and all these you know inconsistent guys who couldn't catch the football, and then you guys were the ones with Tyree Kill and and Kelsey and all these great weapons, and now it now it seems like the shit was on the other foot. So it's interesting to see, man, how this game will go because like, I feel like it's like a, a direct a direct swap kind of, and like you know we're kind of ones with the with the time flashing Legion of Zoom 
type of guys now, right? Because that's kind of what the same what they used to call you guys, right? When McCall and everybody. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of yeah, interesting. But, I don't. I mean, my thing is like you can't. I don't think you can doubt the Chiefs' offense really until. I just Andy's Andy's track record really speaks for itself. I remember in Nashville a couple of years ago when the Chiefs lost twenty-seven to three. The offense was so bad; everyone was like, "Andy's losing it." Um, he need, like our fans were. Uh, there was some. I mean, I'm not saying they're good fans, but some shitty fans wondering if he should step down or retire, all that stuff. And then the Chiefs, even over the next few weeks, it was still tough. But they were scratching off wins. Teams were playing two two deep safeties and Darren Mahomes to dump it down. You made a and, move, though. And then, you made a move, though. You didn't make no moves now. That's the thing, though. Don't forget that big part. You made a move that year. And that was but, early in the season. You you didn't make – that's why I told you. You guys didn't make a move because you guys are looking Packers. That's that's my main concern. What about the safety outside opposite of uh, Justin Reed? What's, what's your confidence level in him? I, I know I know you guys like to talk about Thornhill and, and – uh, you know, and all the other guys, the the. <laughs> but it's he's like the, the black sheep. You guys never mentioned him. It's like he's not even on the team. What's his he's name? Not on the team. What's his name? Literally not on the team. Brian Cook. Brian Cook. Yeah. Brian, yeah. Like, why nobody ever bring his name up in these conversations? Like, I never, I never hear any analysis on Brian Cook. Uh, I guess it's it's his second year in the league. He was a rookie last year. Didn't play a ton, but he made he made some big plays in the AFC Championship game. He, forced a burrow pick pretty much. Um, so I guess it's just early in his career and this is his first year as a starter. So I don't like, I don't, I honestly don't know how good most players in NFL are. Like I don't sit there and look at like PFF grades and shit. Yeah, for I'm, sure. just, I'm just kind of a fan. Um, yeah. But I, I think he's been solid and they got him, they got him late in the draft. And like you said, they got Jalen Watson and uh, Josh Williams really late in the draft last year. So Veach has picked up a lot of steals and that's why I, I truly agree. I don't think they needed to make a move at the deadline. I mean, they could have got a receiver, but also you can't just force teams to trade you guys to trade you certain players. So it's not only up to the chiefs, but this is by far the best defense in the Mahomes era and, I, I don't see – I think the offense will be fine. Like I was saying earlier, they had that stretch, and then they make it to the AFC Championship. They choked against the Bengals up 21-3, but the offense figured it out, and until Andy stops proving that, I have no reason to not trust Andy Reid and Mahomes, and I, I think the defense will be fine, and they have that experience in the playoffs too. So I think that gives them an upper hand on certain teams maybe. While it's the best defense in, in Chiefs history, won't you guys also admit that this is probably the worst defense you can describe? And also, like, by the way, nah, Patrick Wilson will probably be your number one wide receiver on that offense. Like, like, stop playing. Don't be out here. Don't be out here with the blasphemy. I know you guys are moving the football. I know you guys are moving the football, but from like the the red zone production, and I know the stats and the numbers are still not. It's actually I was kind of surprised. I was like, okay, how are they not scoring more? Because you guys are like right behind us in a lot of different categories. The red zone issues are really what it is with the offense. I I truly think because like you said, they're still moving the ball. Right. And and Wally, I I totally agree with the receiver thing, and that's the that's pretty much all we talk about on Twitter. I mean, the trade deadline, we're sitting there refreshing Twitter to see if they're trading for a receiver. But you think about last year, the AFC championship, they didn't have, they didn't have Juju down the stretch. McColl got hurt. Kadarius got hurt. And Mahomes found a way to beat the Bengals who kind of had his number before that game, who actually, they did have his number, but he found a way to win that game with MVS. Um, God, who else was out there? 
we had special teamer at receiver, uh, Justin Watson. So he found he found a way to win that game without even a wide receiver three. So it was Marcus Kemp that was out there for us at receiver. I remember Kemp. What, what was going on with, with Moore, man? Yeah, he I, I loved him at Western Michigan, and I, the Chiefs had a chance to draft Pickens there in the second round, and a lot of our fans wanted him. I think he kind of had maybe some character issues or something that multiple teams were scared off of, but he's Pickens is so talented. And, yeah, Sky's been, Sky's been really disappointing, and he's not able to separate at all. He was – really good at Western Michigan, like off the line, like he would get jammed at the line of scrimmage and be able to get open and was explosive. And there's just really nothing there. So I don't, I know a lot of Chiefs fans would agree with me, but he's been, they took him in the second round and he's, he's been really disappointing. And I, I really just don't even, I don't see it with him going forward. Hey, Brady, hold on. I got to ask you a question. I, 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 we, we have a, we have a, a residence here. Priest, his name is French. So he sounded divide. He sounded like gather of the troops. So you gotta pick a side. I know this. It might be tough because you gotta say politically correct, but you gotta pick a side. You're either Team Seedler or Christian Wilkins. You gotta pick a side. Yeah, which which player are you more concerned about uh, this Sunday, Wilkins or Seedler? Yeah, Wilkins or who? Are <laughs> I can't no. Zach Sealer. Zach Sealer. Um, am I worthless if I don't even know who that is? <laughs> nah, it's it's an inside joke. Nope, that answers the question. That answers the question. It's an inside joke. It's a it's all right. <laughs> nah, nah, it's not an inside joke. Zach Sealer's the top ten D tackle right now. If you don't know who, who Sealer is, you're definitely probably gonna find out you're this week. Find, you're gonna find okay, out. Okay, that's right. good. Yeah, yeah. Finding out shit about he, that dude this week. He's basically like, who's that? Who's that pass rusher that you guys have been mentioning that he, he's, in a, he's a second year pass rusher? He's, he's coming along. He has a weird name. Kralopis. Kralopis. Yeah, he's basically that. Oh, how you guys tell people about him? We exactly yeah. that guy for us. Nice. It's really yeah, actually it's a great comparison, Wally, because they're actually like just high motor guy, high effort guy. You know what I mean? With, with a little bit of bag, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, for sure. I think the scary thing about you guys is like the defense still they're going to gel together like going forward obviously with Ramsey coming back and X being healthy so I think your guys defense kind of gets a bad rap. I don't know if you guys agree with that. I think yes. it's probably yeah. just cuz you guys get in shootouts and your defense going to be on the field a lot with how quickly oh, you guys yeah. score but Jaden so Ramsey and I thank Wilkins, you for that. Chubb, Preach my bro. Preach. Hey, to be to be honest, th- th- it's not really shootouts when if you it like look after if you base it from the actual game that they actually scored on, which is the, the the Buffalo game. My offense had three turnovers right there and put and and put the guys on a terrible position to defend. So it, and then you can make excuses, man. But I, I believe this defense is a lot better than what we're getting credit for, and, they, and they're gonna show it. It's a great game to get a, to, to get exposed and see what we got. Right. It's a great test, especially having our guys back. Um, X is going to be playing. Um, Holland is playing. And then, you know, I know this is uh, his second game. Ramsey is going to be uh, uh, is going to play alongside with X. So it, this is this is a great opportunity for our defense to gel and, and, and really prove that they have it. They, they really they're really improving from um, from week one till now. So 
I, I had a quick question about um, uh, you guys talked about um, uh, how Mahomes improvises so well and always finds the open guy. How do you stop that in your mind? What is the weakness? Because you know, I, I you 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 know. When you know about your team, you know their strengths, but you also know their weakness. So in your mind, what do you feel is a, a way to attack a, a quarterback in general that improvises and finds the guy so well in space, it, it down the field? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really tough to find a weakness for Mahomes' game. I mean, you've heard – Right? You've heard people say you need to bring a blitz, but he's really good against the blitz. Um, and then I, they just – the offense figures it out. But obviously – the, the receivers as a whole, like, aren't separating. No one's getting open. Probably only Rasheed Rice. So, obviously, if the coverage is really good downfield um, and those guys up front for you guys, Wilkins and whatever that guy's name you guys said a little bit ago, <laughs> um, and and Chubb, yeah, they, they have the names too. And Rams, I don't know how high of a level Ramsey um, is going to play at. Like, I don't know if he's still – are you guys? Do you guys kind of expect him still to play at an elite level? I know at one point he's obviously one of the best corners in the league, but what are you guys he's, kind of expecting from him? Ramsey, he's yeah. still learning the, the scheme. He's not where Coach Vic said he's not where he needs to be, but from what we got Sunday, if that's the the low point, I think we're at a good uh, place. So I mean, he's a very intelligent um, cornerback, and he's gonna he's gonna improve. Now, what what it will look like, we're gonna see because it's gonna be against a really tough team. So I think where where we're at, we're good. He's not where he needs to be, but he's progressing. Yeah, and it's like he's coming off an ACL, right? He's coming off a, a meniscus, he like cleaning uh, up basically. Like right once he trusts, once he gains trust in the knee mentally and all that, I think within a few weeks you'll see him peak. Right now, I think he's going to be playing at, you know, a pretty high level considering the guys that we have around him in Holland and, and X and, and even Kohu. Even though Kohu has struggled a bit on the outside, in the slot, he's one of the best um, slot defenders in the NFL. I, I think with everyone around him, it'll allow him to kind of thrive in the meantime until he can be his best self. So I, I think we already saw um, some of that in his first game. I just wanted to circle back to the Matt Nagy talk and everyone, everyone's talking about the Chiefs um, offense looking different and obviously EB left and he was calling the plays, but Nagy was, Nagy was the OC in Kansas City previously and Alex Smith had the best year of his career by far. I think he threw for 4,000 yards and 26 touchdowns and like four or five picks. So Nagy's been here. Obviously Andy Reid's track record speaks for itself and the offense looks insane every year I know it looks a little different this year but I don't I don't really think it's a naggy problem or EB problem I think they just they've had issues inside the red zone and it's it fair to say that uh Alex Smith and Patrick Mahomes are two starkly different quarterbacks with two uh, drastically different playing styles so it'd be a little bit different putting an offense together for an Alex Smith opposed to a Patrick Mahomes so maybe it's a bit of an adjustment for him in that regard yeah, I guess it could be. I mean, that's a that's a good point, but I I just don't think I don't think it's really a naggy issue. They've been the play calling's been really weird uh, inside the red zone, and it obviously looks a little different. We don't have a true wide receiver one. I know my guy BJ Kissel's in here. He talked about MVS the other day, how he's making a lot of money. Six year in the league, um, he's twenty nine years old, so they need one of the receivers to step up. But 
I still I still think the offense is going to be fine. And like you said earlier, they're still moving the ball. They're just they haven't been good inside the red zone.